Hi and welcome. My name's Rob Scott from UC Today, bringing you the latest news and conversation from the unified communications and collaboration industry. So today's talk is centered on streamlining UC and collaboration environments in the digital workplace. And to help explore this topic, I'm joined by IR, BT and Wayne House Research. Welcome, everybody. Hi. Thanks, Rob. Hey. Thanks, Rob. Great to have you all online and thank you. I really appreciate you, you all from all corners of the globe today. And, uh, you know, so I think a, a good place to start would be just a, a quick round of introductions before we get stuck into this really interesting topic. So, uh, Kevin, as today's sponsor, would you like to go first? Thanks, Rob. Well, um, Kevin Ryder, I'm the uh, Chief Marketing and, and Product Officer here at IR. So I'm responsible for the, the product strategy. Uh, IR provides uh, tools that helps uh, organizations optimize performance and uh, provide intelligent insight into their UC and collaboration tools um, through our real-time hybrid platform. Uh, our customers include many enterprises and large service providers such as BT and Steve, of course, is from today. Um, and you know, essentially, we ensure that uh, our customers can provide a great user experience in the digital workplace. Great, thank you, Kevin. And Steve, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. Uh, my name's Steve McGregor. I'm from BT. I'm from the BT Global arm of that company. And uh, my today's job title is Digital Workplace Director, which is our global portfolio, which includes uh, a lot of the tools that we're going to talk about coming to prominence today. Thank you, Steve. Hi, Bill. Hey, Rob. How you doing? Oh, introduction. Good. Yes. Bill Haskins. Uh, I am a managing partner at Wayne House Research. Uh, we're a research firm who focuses specifically on unified communications. It's all we focus on, uh, which has been a heavy amount of focus over the last uh, six months. Um, we spent a lot of time with both the vendors, kind of the, the supply side in this conversation, our good friends at IR, uh, and the demand side, the uh, enterprise decision makers. Uh, should be a great conversation today. Thanks for putting it together. Thanks. And thank you, everybody. Um, and welcome. So right, let's get stuck into this conversation. So I'm really interested to hear maybe Kevin, first of all, you know, what the state of the marketplace is and whether, you know, IT admins have end to end visibility across all these uh, platforms and uh, provided by these multiple uh, vendors. Well, Rob, I mean, end-to-end -end implies um, you know, the multi-vendor, um, you know, multi-site. There's a lot of complexities involved in that. And uh, the research tells us that about a third of enterprises have no tools or have tools that they, you know, hodgepodge that they put together to try to get uh, uh, visibility into their UC and collaboration environments. About a third have single vendor tools and about a third have the third-party tools such as IR's tools. So that means that only about a third have true end-to-end -end visibility. Um, and you know, we say here that uh, you know, the mean time to resolution is largely impacted by the mean time to identify. And without those tools that can see end-to-end, you know, -end, uh, customers, we find, take an awful long time to find out where the problem is. And you end up with a lot of finger-pointing uh, organizations that have to decide whether it's the, at the network, whether it's the application, whether it's a service provider. Uh, and so, you know, in this multi-vendor hybrid environment, which just introduces more complexity, 
uh, that that ability to identify quickly, get to the root cause of where a problem is, um, is incredibly vital. So, you know, in today's world, where now, of course, many of us are working from home and, um, you know, where we've got uh, users that might be picking up their Xbox headsets and, uh, and using those instead of maybe uh, the uh, compliance uh, headsets, you know, finding out where those issues are, whether they're at the end point or whether they're somewhere in between uh, is super critical. So, you know, we say that uh, simplification often comes with complexity. Uh, and, and so the users just want a simple world. Um, and uh, so it's important that therefore that they have the right tools in the IT admin's hands um, to be able to ensure that those, that, that simple experience, that great experience is a smooth one. And, uh, and so, you know, that's an incredibly vital thing today. Thanks, Steve. What's your perspective on that? I think that complexity has increased uh, very, uh, very much recently as well, because where we've had captive networks until recently, uh, everybody's been forced to work at home, and and they're no longer being monitored on their on their own commercial networks at, uh, in the company. And so they've used the internet and they've used mobile. We've seen a lot of uh, of growth in uh, both internet and um, audio switching onto onto mobile networks which makes the monitoring end-to-end -end all that more difficult yeah it's a, yeah. I, I love that point on mobile also that the we saw the same thing steve that the a the transition from managed network traffic to unmanaged the enterprise but unmanaged uh networks was shocking how fast that happened from you know 25 26 percent average to you know, popping the 65, 66% and then holding steady for, for the last, you know, six months. Um, the, the, but the point on mobile, I think is especially salient. We saw the same thing, uh, that, that as the pandemic disrupted and shifted workers to this new environment, um, what we believe is the traditional, you know, core communication calling tools specifically, uh, anybody who was behind their own edge had a hard time managing this new distributed workforce. And so uh, users ended up in two places, meeting cloud meeting services. But if I needed to make a call, it was most likely on my mobile while IT kind of scrambled in that first period. So there's some new challenges on our hands. Uh, Bill, you've done some research recently. So could you talk us through that and, and I know, you know, the, and the impact of the pandemic uh, on these environments? Yeah, absolutely, Rob. Thanks. The, 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 uh, the IT teams that we talk to, I think, provide this kind of microcosmic view into, into the larger IT industry. As an IT manager myself, the, the net net is that IT is in completely uncharted territory, especially at first managing through the transition. What, what I mean by that is average IT teams, and this is no disrespect, have historically been managed as cost centers, getting by with uh, you know fewer resources than more on average, uh, figuring things out, and, and to be frank, pretty reactive by by design. I mean, there's only so much you can do with, to, to Kevin's point, this complex environment. Most teams manage two or more PBXs from different vendors. It just takes a while to get those things out of your network. Uh, you see solutions that provide messaging two or more meeting solutions before the pandemic. You know, it's it's uh, three, four different meeting platforms that these they're trying to keep track of at one time. 
And the pandemic only exacerbated this uh, as users had more access and had to figure things out to keep rolling. Um, but but that, I think the history of what we see in, in how IT has been managed, they're not the cost center, you know, they're not viewed as the cost center anymore. They're now the cool kids on the block, the most important function in the organization in terms of delivering communications. Um, so, so what the research shows is while there's this you know, traditional complex environment, I, IT very quickly made a number of changes to, to manage this new environment, uh, specifically spending more time with the business. Subjectively, most IT teams that we talk to have had, you know, really no choice but to, to sit with the business owners to figure out how to keep them working in this new environment. That's been really cool to watch. It was needed. Um, the, the second piece is, uh, I, while while you have this complex environment, I think that the traditional uh, group of services that IT provides kind of went out the window for a lot of teams during this window as everybody just tried to figure out what services were needed to keep users working. And that put a huge focus uh, in the short term on meeting platforms, uh, cloud-based meeting platforms, as you'd expect. We saw that in the numbers. Uh, the second piece was contact center. Um, it, I mean, it, if you thought it was important to get voice to your users, <laughs> first ones you're going to think about are those agents who are probably working from home. Um, it, and the calling is still part of this discussion, but at the end of the discussion, it, that's a much more usually viewed as a much more complex and slow moving workload, honestly, to, to manage. Um, so, so if you were working on a cloud-based calling migration initially, you probably picked up the pace, uh, you know, as we hit this pandemic. But uh, if you weren't, you're more interested, likely, in cloud calling than you were before. You're looking at options, but the standard workflow to get that workload out of your prem and into the cloud uh, re really hasn't changed for a lot of these guys. It's a, it's a slow, careful process. If you if you roll all that together. Um, it, the, the, the other observation is that IT, while they're working on providing these more cloud-based services to tie everybody together, we're talking to a number who are um, acting opportunistically, who are looking at uh, the need for a desk phone, for example, and saying, hey, we're moving to the cloud anyways. I was planning to deploy phones with that move, but I've retrained everybody magically on how to use a PC, their headset, and a soft client. I'm just pushing the gas. So, so we think there's going to be a fundamental shift with a lean towards cloud-based contact center, a lean towards meetings as the center of, of interaction, and a distinct shift in the kit that users use really to allow them to, like we've been saying, work from anywhere. It's, it's interesting. interesting. Uh, Go ahead. No, yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, when is he going to there's a whole bunch of um, there's a whole bunch of new kit that has been added, and uh, and and that kit is is in addition. It's not it's not instead of. Yeah. So you know, one of the things that we're noticing, you were saying, Bill, is that you know we're seeing that cloud has come in, but also all this new kit. And you know, I think it's part of that work from home. Maybe it's the, the run for the hills when the pandemic started, that everyone grabbed everything they could, and and so now what we're seeing is that sort of blowing open of the expectation of IT now to support everything. Uh, including yeah. the non-compliant headsets. 
Sorry, Steve, you were yeah, the uh, I, I was just going to say there's a there's an expectation from consumer products that has come from from people you know just in their their, their everyday you know not working lives but play lives they they use their phone they use it, and they just expect things to work and and they get used to a certain level of functionality um on systems and then they expect work to do exactly the same so the pressure from from buying and especially since the pandemic when everybody wants to communicate because that's all they can do you can't meet anymore you've got to you know meet online so the expectation for those tools is heightened and it's the pressure is coming from what's available just from from consumer so that expectation and and it for it just to work uh, is really important for for the the IT guys to be able to make sure that it works and they need to make sure that it works by making yeah. sure they got the right networks by making sure they got the right headsets by making sure they're monitoring the system otherwise it isn't going to work it, it, it's a great observation sorry rob cut me off now, Bill, I, I was actually going to come back to you and, you know, for the, for, for the audience's benefit, let's break this down a little bit in terms of these challenges, because uh, uh, you've identified four real big challenges in your ebook uh, in conjunction with IR. So talk us through those, uh, if you can. Yeah, well, the, the first piece that we always talk about is security. Um, I think if you if you're an IT person, think think about the disruption from an IT standpoint. It was already fragmented, right? Managing this complex environment, um, and then had a new complex environment to figure out. You know, Steve, Steve nailed it. The the shift in expectation was that I need services that connect me immediately. Got to still do my job, and I, and those aren't necessarily the services I had before. Um, and so there was a lot of movement towards uh, kind of end user oriented services. And, and you saw the numbers. I mean, if you, if you just look at the market stats, the vendors who obviously saw the biggest bump, Zoom and, and Microsoft, and, and they share two interesting things in common. Uh, Zoom matches Steve's point on consumer ease of use. It, it is, uh, it, 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 you can take opinion out of this. The numbers are what they are. Look at their revenue over the last two quarters. Um, and, and that's indicative of an easy to use, easy to consume service. Microsoft was already there. Both services are familiar at some level to those end users. So picture yourself as a IT trying to, to manage security uh, in an environment that you can't necessarily see because there's new services in it and an environment that, that users are figuring out and don't have training necessarily on, certainly not your standard training. You wrap those together and, and you've got both complexity challenge and security challenge uh, in the discussion. Um, I, I think if you look at that next layer of challenge for IT, uh, a lot of that comes down to, to their resource ability. How, how are they gonna change towards where they wanna go, which is uh, proactivity. Um, it, I, I I hold by the fact that uh, you know IT may be historically reactive. I get a ticket in. I go do my troubleshooting. I do my CDR dumpster diving. Figure out what happened with my executive call. Call them back a week later. They forgot they had a problem. Whew, I'm good. I'm off the hook. That that may be a standard workflow for a lot of teams, but it's not. You know, I, th this is not because that's what IT wants when we talk to them. Um, the, you know, when you're a resource constrained team, you've had to adapt your own workflow to, to be creative and get things done with, with, you know, tools available. 
the IT teams we talk to want to move into this proactive, uh, uh, this more proactive, let me evaluate my environment from a data standpoint, from analytics, which is part of all of our conversations, and be able to, to solve problems before users find them, and, and more importantly, predict problems, understand user patterns from a data standpoint, and be able to bring that into uh, and be able to bring that into kind of my own workflow as, as part of my standard process. Um, but if you roll that together, it uh, but plus the last piece that uh, while IT may not have a view into what the users are using, you know, certainly in the in the last recent history, they also don't have uh, they, they don't have any ability to manage that end user environment. Um, for those that they do know, once you get behind that uh, gateway, that, that broadband modem. Good luck, man. So, so IT to turn that corner is really looking towards how do I consolidate, add data to my conversation, consolidate services to a platform that then I can use to uh, to gain insight and drive drive workflow solutions. Yeah, the the, the data is um, it, it's really important to be able to distinguish what sort of service you need to deliver to the different personas within a, uh, in a company. Um, the customers that we've got with BT, they're not, they're not small customers for the most part. They're quite large corporates and they've got um, distributed workforces, which are even more distributed now. Um, and they've all got different needs. And so the number of tools that they actually use to do the collaboration it's not just one tool. You don't. One company just doesn't buy one tool anymore. What what they want is what they want, and marketing department will want Zoom, and the technical department will want Microsoft Teams, and and the challenge in, at IT is to be able to make all of those work together, which is even more difficult than having just one. Yeah, you I know, think you, um, I think Bill, you um, you did some great research and uh, had you know the whole the whole best of breed versus single vendors flipped in the last couple of years as well. And it's, it's where I was going. That, you know, the the two salient data points there. IT historically um, has been you know five, five years ago was focused very much on platform strategy. Thanks in part to the analyst community saying you gotta you gotta be on a UC platform, man, and put everything in one spot. Users will be more productive, and that was the the drive. It it was it was actually two years flip, exactly the opposite. I mean, we're talking eighty percent uh, plus of IT saying I want to be platform several years ago into this eighty percent plus saying best of breed. I'm just gonna roll with what makes sense for the end user, and if you decompose that observation that the there is still glory glorious uh, productivity that comes with a well de delivered uc platform but from an end user perspective you better have a, a larger value prop and why you're rolling out a uc platform because most users at some point in their experience voice displeasure whether it's oh, i have a different meeting platform i want or why can't we use a different messaging platform etc so IT is kind of on the hook to, to justify that. At the same time, IT has realized that the data shows that I, you know, when we ask IT what's the biggest benefit of a UC platform, security rises right to the top, but IT productivity is right there with it. So we've kind of flipped from UC as the as a, a, an acknowledgement of will drive end user productivity to will drive IT productivity. And by the way, if you're on a unified platform IT, it's going to be more secure. 
because you've got perspective, insight, and the ability to manage. Great. Well, let's look at some of the, the benefits of getting this right then. So, Steve, I'd like to ask you first, really, because uh, you use these sure. services. You know, what are the benefits of getting this right? Well, we use these services and we sell them. And what we're being told is uh, the quality of experience uh, for the individuals is actually uh, one of the predominant things of importance. It, it It's a lifeline to people now. They, these, these, these tools are becoming... Um, the way that people work and it's it's almost like uh, a benchmark to start and and when people are joining companies if you haven't got the right tools there's a immediate disaffectation of oh my god are these guys out of the ark so you know there's an expectation from from the employees for for having these tools and and when they get them there's an expectation that they that they work so the quality of experience is really important so at uh, at BT, we try and take a, a, a people first approach when we're delivering uh, delivering systems, um, and, and so um, you know we really need to understand how they're going to use things. Um, and it's not just the delivery of the tech, the technology. It's it's being able to tell people how to use them and how to get the best out of the the systems that they've got and how the company can support their use of those tools so if we think about you know looking at a at a rollout and providing the right training up front for um for for the users that's that's one thing um if they're not trained if they don't understand they won't use it the business case will fall through they'll not renew the contract so you know the users are are of paramount importance here um, and, and monitoring the situation and how they're using them comes in a, a multiple different things. You monitor the network, you monitor the devices that they've got, you monitor the applications that they're using. They're all they're all signal sources on um, on how the systems are being used and how efficiently they're being used. Um, the good thing about you know monitoring these things is that uh, as a as a, a service provider, we can use those different signals to to do long term work out how how people are using the system to do provide correct network provision for example um we can look at the you know, the media paths and the hops in the network when something goes wrong and if we're using so, something like software defined uh, networks then we can flip the network you know in in real time uh, to provide a better experience for the individual and so there's real-time monitoring that we can use. There's historical mon monitoring that we can use. And I think there's an opportunity in the future as well for uh, our customers to be able to have a look at that data and, and, and provide some insights from that data as to how the masses, if you like, the different teams actually communicate with each other. It's the metadata. You know, do, do they all use the video um, capabilities do they use the messaging capabilities are they are they sharing documents over this so so you can understand how people are using the tools but you can only do that if you're looking at what's going on it certainly is the holy grail isn't it uh turning all that data into insight so you can ultimately go forward and be efficient so really interesting that so kevin how do you align all these needs how do you solve this problem well, I think um, you know Steve mentioned the you know the insights, and I think the you know the key is to make sure that they're intelligent insights, things that uh, you know can help you identify issues as quickly as possible. Ideally, you know you want that to be proactively. So, um, in, in an ideal world, 
you will be able to uh, know that an issue is going to occur before it it actually occurs, and so you can see all the, the vital signs there. And uh, at least you know perhaps before the the customers start calling the the IT help desk. So I think being able to proactively identify those issues, having those that intelligent insights, you know, is a, is a critical aspect of that. And, and we mentioned you know that the multi vendor environment, and you know for us. You know, we do that across Avaya, Cisco, Skype for Business, and, and more recently we've added uh, Teams and, and Zoom as well. So, uh, you know, whether it's cloud, whether it's on-premises, you know, having those issues identified quickly, being able to find that needle in the haystack, you know, is, is a critical thing. And I think, um, you know, for us, you know, we've been working with BT for, for many years now, but for us, it's, it's making sure that, you know, we, we can provide those tools. Uh, with those tools are used by IT operations, by typically by IT admins to, to ensure great service for their customers. But I think as Steve mentioned as well earlier is um, that ability also to provide reports. Um, you know, it's important that, that you not only can, um, can identify, you should proactively solve those problems, but they will also be able to report. And, uh, you know, that's becoming more and more important. Uh, different uh, groups, different departments, you know, they, they would like to understand how the performance has been for their teams, perhaps. Um, so, uh, you know, over time, uh, over the last 24 hours, the last 30 days, the last six months, et cetera. So, uh, and, and I think as well as organizations migrate as they introduce new technologies, you know, they need to benchmark and, and understand uh, how those new technologies are, are being implemented. So, uh, so ensuring, a, you know, an optimized experience is a, is a critical part of that, uh, that, you know, great user experience in the digital workplace. Fantastic. And what, what's the best way for, uh, viewers to find out more about uh, this topic. Yeah, so uh, I engaged uh, Bill at Wayne House Research there to provide us a, a, a thought leadership paper, and uh, we've produced a great ebook. Uh, that ebook is managing. It's called Managing Complexity in Complex Times. Uh, it's available from the IR website, which is ir.com. So if people head over to there, they can uh, download the web uh, the uh, the ebook. Fantastic, and and that is a you know the best title isn't it, to describe this this situation certainly. So, hey, it's been great to talk to you all today. I uh, really appreciate you joining me. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. thanks. No problem. Thanks, Rob. And that's it from us. So, if you've enjoyed today's session, please do give us a quick like or a share on social media. It's always appreciated. Uh, but I'm Rob Scott for UC Today. Thanks for watching. <laughs>